and welcome to Justice Losers, the most unqualified podcast talking entertainment, news, and reviews. I'm your host, Preston, joined as always by my delightful co-host, Tired. Ooh. Tired co-host. I'm crashing. You're crashing. Just stop doing that. I had, a, I had a lot of energy coming in. I had a bunch <laughs> of caffeine and uh, listened to Sibelius' seventh on the way down from the city. And you know, I need to come over there and sl- slap you in the face? That would help. Batman, uh, it's me, it's Batman. Matt, what should we do? Like, subscribe, tell a friend. Uh, check us out on TikTok. Ooh, just as losers. Oh, get it I'm together. I'm so behind on TikToks. Uh, it's fine. Now we just have a good backlog. So if engage slacks for a while, then we'll be okay. Yep. Because we all know of the three of us, he's the slacker. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Not uh, uh, released a TikTok we, in a month. <laughs> did we ever put out that good one about the, the Black Harfoots? Did we? I don't know. If, I don't think we did. Dang, I, I really th- like that one. I gotta throw that one up there. That was a good one. That yeah. was one of my favorite points I've ever made on this podcast. Nice. So. Good on you. Don't do me the disservice of, of hiding it from people's ears. Okay. Come on, I want to be TikTok famous. Yeah. You're, we'll you're get not there. helping me out here. We'll get there. Probably. Um. Yeah, so news. Uh, Slow news week, but we got some trailers. Relatively. Got some, yeah, we got a couple uh, trailers, a couple little headlines there. Let's talk about the smaller headlines first. Uh, okay. So we've got... Uh, <laughs> a release window for Invincible season two. Okay. Did you ever watch Invincible? Never did. You need to watch Invincible. I just I'm I'm realizing I don't watch a lot of stuff right now. Invincible's so easy to like just crank out though because I think they're mm-hmm. twenty two minute episodes. No, I think they may they may be half hour to forty five minutes. Anyway, uh, <laughs> real good. That's real good. And mm-hmm. uh, have you seen so a whole season? Have you seen like? the picture of the book and the uh yeah flag of where they are yep. um and so they did a, it was a little teaser of uh invincible and a guy that you meet in season one just talking about like whatever and he's like when do we get more invincible like they're not like saying season two but it's like mm-hmm. the world needs more invincible when are you gonna get out there and he's like well you know i've been doing a whole lot of things and then lists like uh voice acting uh mocap like just like <laughs> straight up things uh so maybe like late 2023 okay it's like cool late 2023 uh every world in the in the universe has their own t- measuring of time so i don't know what 2023 means but uh i assume that's close because <laughs> like the guy's talking to is an alien and, no. late 2023 we've got season two i'm excited i need to rewatch in the first season yeah. all right sounds good have you seen any of the uh like the memes no you haven't seen any I'm like a 54 year old man inside. I don't know what memes. But are. you're 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 learning the internet. I'm a 54 year old man inside. Get a TikTok. No. All right. Anyway, so we got that. We got that. I'm liking it. Um, is there something hypocritical about me refusing to get a TikTok when I want to be TikTok famous? Uh, there's a lot of things hypocritical about that. Okay. Yeah. Good thing I don't care about hypocrisy. It's true. I think it's a very overrated thing. But there's something hypocritical about that. Probably. <laughs> but you know what? I don't care. Uh, what other, What were the other... Uh, the Batverse is, at least semi-officially, uh, going to be its own separate entity unto itself. Which we knew. We, we kind of figured. Yeah. yeah. I um, think it's just like... I think the news that we're hearing about that is just confirmation that James Gunn isn't gonna nip it. He's like... Right. it. It's comforting to know that he has mm-hmm. talked with matt reeves about all of that and be like cool yeah. like your your bat universe is just gonna keep on trucking you're doing good stuff over there game recognized game yeah 
you just which i'm excited to get a bat verse like it's such a like the bat universe in dc Mm -hmm. is like half of dc yeah there's so much to it and like to really dig into like the the mythos of the batman you kind of need to dedicate multiple shows and multiple movies surrounding the same iteration yeah because like you don't you don't get the mythos of batman when you compare val kilmer and uh ben affleck like they're completely different yeah entities and so you don't really dig in that much exactly um even christopher nolan's doesn't really dig it because it's it's bare like it's a good movie with batman skin right like it doesn't really dig into like what yeah is like awesome and also scary about batman right um and we are 100 percent. we've already got more of like the reality of comic accurate batman from mm-hmm. just one matt reeves movie yep getting movies exploring clayface like uh, I, I love clayface i have no idea villain. how they're gonna pull that off in this like gritty very grounded world that they've done yeah. so far so we'll see yeah i mean there's what's four clay faces all of them are very mm-hmm. different and so it may not be the clay monster because originally yeah, clay face was just that. an actor that right could what was it he got like he used a some sort chemical of injection or something cream or something yeah that, basically the plot of the 2005 catwoman movie <laughs> <laughs> some sort of cosmetics yeah uh <laughs> which i know i go back to this a lot this stupid catwoman movie mm-hmm. but uh, how funny is it that they funny in sort of a terrible way that they uh made sort of a feminist empowering anti-hero movie and the the um the the villain is a makeup company <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i mean sort of i guess there's kind of a message in they, there about, i feel like, like they kind of knew what they were doing but also flopped so hard on yeah. executing yeah because also that butt swing all the time and whatever that really slow like can't like pan up mm-hmm. her body like so they tried yeah very male gazy like you could probably take that a very similar script to that and hash it into something kind of biting and satirical and it'd yeah. probably be pretty good also i have asked many women about makeup mm-hmm. and pretty much every woman's like I don't give a shit. Like I wear makeup. A lot of people wear makeup just because they want to wear makeup. Mm-hmm. And so, like a man making a movie where like makeup's the enemy, like that's not the issues that surround being a woman. Yeah. So again, tried to be feminist. Clearly, is not. Didn't do his research. Thanks, Petoff. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what it, that's what his name was. Petoff. Uh, mono named, mono named directors. Just it never seems to pan out. Is there any other McG? That's a mononym? Sorta, of, yeah. Oh. I thought it was just his last name. No, like if you look at the credits on IMDB for Terminator Salvation, directed by McG. Oh god. Get out of here with your mononyms. <laughs> Everyone except Teller and Zendaya and well, Bono. See, it's it's just a, a lot of it's just directors. Like musicians, great. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Actors. So we're saying Zendaya can't direct a movie? Uh, I'm saying the track record ahead of her has not been great. <laughs> if there's anyone to come change the game, it's her. That's true. And, you know, give her 10 years here, and I wouldn't be shocked to see her getting into that world. But yep. uh, I feel like John Krasinski could change his name to just Krasinski. Everyone knows who Krasinski is. 
Yeah. Except now he's directed. Oh, he could retroactively change the game by... Well, there you go. Except he'd probably just become a bad director. <laughs> just immediately bad. <laughs> yep. Have you seen Quiet Place 2? No. I haven't either. I really want... I, like, I have wanted to. Yeah. The, that bus shot in the trailer, right? I need to see the first one again. Yeah. It's been a long time. I think I've seen it three times. Boy, we are really just trying to pad this episode, <laughs> aren't we? What were we talking about? Batverse. Oh, yeah. I feel like... What he did with the Riddler mm-hmm. to separate because it's that's also like not the way the Riddler is in the comics. We've talked right. about that. Uh, it kind of is like you know he still did riddles and stuff like that to get sure to do that. It was like it it felt more grounded. Yeah, and so I feel like he'll find a find a good way to do it. Yeah. I, the given that he like released this movie and then very quickly was like I'd like to explore Scarecrow and Clayface. Mm-hmm. He obviously has an idea already of what yeah. to do with clayface for his his universe yeah so. i i kind of feel like he started writing the batman and then realized he had like 16 hours worth of ideas <laughs> and it was just i'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna pigeonhole all these into their own separate things and hopefully batman is good because that he's got a. so i have in my one notes mm-hmm. uh i have a uh, notebook called dc bits mm-hmm and it's just a whole bunch of little tiny things about mm. if I were to ever be able to write anything mm-hmm. for DC, little things I'd throw in there. Like Superman is a geography expert because he has to fly around the planet. Oh, yeah. He knows every single inch of the planet and like <laughs> is like knows exactly how how far like different capitals are of the world. Like yeah. Everything like that. Just a small detail like that makes sense for Batman Clark or for Kent, Superman. Like just showing off at office parties. <laughs> it's just like a trivia and I like, oh, it's uh, geography themed. I got it. I, I can do this. <laughs> he knows every pronunciation, every language. Like he's like, because I think that's one of the things that is canon in some things that mm. Superman can speak any language. Okay. And I like that. Like, I if I got to write Superman, he would be a world Superman, not an America Superman, which mm-hmm. would piss so many Americans off. Truth, justice in the United Nations way. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wears a pale blue uniform. <laughs> uh, and then for Batman, I like this idea that like on Bat computer, like he's got one screen mm-hmm. that is always tracking recurring threat or like growing threats. Mm-hmm. And so it's got like, so I would coordinate with whoever is writing all the other lines and be mm-hmm. like, who are enemies that you were like, that are coming up to be like mm-hmm. Superman. Like what, like is Lex Luthor going to be a bitch? Are you going to do an arc with Lex Luthor at some point mm-hmm. soon? And they're like, yeah, if we do it like sometime soon, I'll put it like low on the list mm-hmm. and like, just Ooh. it'll like go up Ooh. every once in a while. Oh, just it. like their threat level, like based on like what their movements are or like how long it's been since they've heard from them. Mm-hmm. And so Batman's just kind of tracking that. And then, it may be more specifically for like the bat family. So like right. Nightwing, like what he's got going on or like whatever enemy they like send him reports and stuff mm-hmm. like whatever they're dealing with. It's like the, um, the ne- ne- necessity to intervene. Mm-hmm. So like there's the bat threshold. There's the bat, threshold, the bat like, threshold. It's like, <laughs> fine, I'll do it myself. He's got like, I gotta like, he's going to need my help uh, or whatever. Why, why do I have a picture of, um, OG Batman growling uh, to Red Hood. Why haven't you turned in your quarterly reports yet? <laughs> I need to know which villains are in approaching the bat threshold. It's like, shut up. I do magic things now, <laughs> Dad. That's so weird that he just like became magic. 
I haven't read any of the stuff post 2014. I don't think anyone's ever told you this before, but comics are weird. Comics are so weird. As it turns out. But it's such a... Comics are weird, but like, I feel like they haven't made non-magic people into just magic people. Mm. Just randomly. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense. Anyway. Anyway, enough padding. Um, Great. We're doing good. Trailers. Trailers. Got two of them. Got yep. Mandalorian. Well, we got more than that, but the ones we care about. Mandalorian and Quantumania, which we're going to talk about. Uh, let's start with Mandalorian. Okay. Shorter one. Why is Grogu still... I mean, I know why Disney kept Grogu in the well, show. Yeah, we know the meta reason why, right. but I'm really interested <laughs> to see the plot point that leads to him getting dropped back off with Mando. Because he's with Luke right now, isn't he? It's supposed to be. I don't know. I haven't seen Book of Boba Fett. I don't know if there's anything in that. Oh, that, God, that's that right. Back to it. Yeah. I watched I the know. first episode of Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. I need to watch it at some point, but I just... I watched the first episode, and then I watched the two Mandalorian episodes. Okay. Because that's what is all that matters in that one. Mm-hmm. I think... I can't remember. I, I feel like I remember Grogu as being involved in that. Mm-hmm. Because also, there was, like, a conversation between Ahsoka and Luke in Book of Boba Fett. Okay. So, like, Grogu's there. Like, we see Grogu doing... Mm-hmm. Oh! 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 Speaking of Grogu and a, the- a wild theory I have that's not gonna be a thing. Okay. Um, I think Grogu is Yoda's clone. Uh-huh. Clones exist, and also what was going on with Palpatine and those tanks... I think they were trying Dark to science clone. cloning. Weren't they cloning? Trying to clone Palpatine? Yeah, Isn't no, that like I, what that's that's it what is in the movie. That's what uh, Mary Brandybuck said. That's his one line: "Dark science cloning," with roughly that intonation. Wait, he's in that movie? Yeah. God, I do not remember his one line. That movie he says, "Dark science cloning." I do not remember that movie. I remember. <laughs> I don't the, think anyone does. I remember the fever dream 15 minutes at the beginning of what he wanted to do with the second movie. But yeah. I do not remember. And the weird dagger thing. Oh, yeah. It's like the you hold it up to the ruins of the Death Star that have definitely been there since the dagger was made in yeah. exactly that form and yeah. have not changed a bit. God, what a stupid movie. What a dumb movie. Anyway, uh, I think Grogu is Yoda's clone. Okay. Because there was like a TikTok that was just like cool music and just smashing clips of different things together. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I think they were trying to say that's the theory. Okay. Uh, they didn't clearly say it, mm-hmm. but like it was like talking about clones and how cloning will be valuable to to the Empire. And this mm-hmm. was, so there was like a guy in Clone Wars or Rebels mm-hmm. that was wearing a clearly Imperial suit. So not in Clone Wars. So after Clone Wars. Okay. Uh that was talking to the Kaminoans. 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 Is that it? Yeah, that actually it. Okay. That's actually it. Uh, and saying like your technology will be very valuable to the Empire or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then was jumped to a couple shots of the uh, clones mm-hmm. of uh, Palpatine, and then like ended on a shot of Grogu. And so like, mm-hmm. thinking timeline wise. Grogu's 50, right? Right. That's canon. So if they picked up Yoda's DNA right at Revenge of Sith. That would be about. That would be. It'd be less than 50 years because Luke is. Oh, wait. Grogu was in Order 66. That's canon. So he was created before that. Yeah. How long is it between Uh, clones and revenge? 
too long or not long enough. I don't think the timeline quite works. Yeah. I mean, Disney's been known to do stupider things with Star Wars, so yeah, who knows? Professor McGonagall is a professor <laughs> at Hogwarts before she exists. Different company, but yep. still. The point stands. Which sounds like Fantastic Beasts movies are actually dead. Maybe it's Yaddle's clone. There you go. Wait, what? Yeah. They're not making Fantastic Beasts movies anymore. Really? They died. When did that happen? Uh, it. I don't think it has been like officially confirmed that WB has come out and said we're killing it, but they have said that they're not actively continuing development of the next one at this point. I mean, that makes sense with the whole Discovery Warner thing. Like they're trying to like clean house. Yeah, yeah this would be a really good one to. This yeah, this would be a great one to kind of shuffle under the rug. There has been a little bit of speculation that they're going to reboot Harry Potter entirely. Yes, we. Oh, we haven't talked about that. Yeah. I talked about that with uh, some other people. Uh, okay, let's talk about that. Sure. Uh, so not Bob Iger because that's Disney. Whoever the the CEO of Discovery Warner Discovery has said that he is interested. Wob Weiger. Huh? Wob Wob Weiger. He's interested in rebooting the Harry Potter franchise. Mm-hmm. He said that's so right now from the article I read, they're not looking into it yeah. really. Nothing's in production. No There's been being some produced. discussion no about it has been done, but the people who get to make that decision are thinking about that yeah. decision before that, before that though, they are wanting to do cursed child, which pisses, uh, Kaylin off beyond all, like, mm-hmm. cause it's, she hates the cursed child. I hear it's really bad. Well, it's also just the like epitome of JK Rowling's approach to her world. Mm-hmm. Like, cause it was a fanfic that yeah. she made canon. Yeah. So it's awful. And so now it's canon and ever like so many Harry Potter fans hate it. And so they're going to make that a movie. I hate the idea of rebooting Harry Potter already. I hate the idea, but I think it's really smart. 2002, 2001. 2001 was the first one. 20 years. It, yeah. It's been like a, the last one was 2012. So it's been 11 years now since those were in theaters. That's, I mean, Spider-Man's done worse. Spider-Man has different stories. That's true. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, if you're rebooting Harry Potter, you're rebooting the same story. Percy Jackson is is doing a reboot, but that's also because its movies were god awful. Yeah. And also not good versions of the book. Like, because Kalen always comes, brings back up, like, bringing in Kronos in the first book, like, is not. No. I've never read the books. I just hear that that's like bringing in Darkseid into the second movie. Yeah. (laughs) um like it's we're not getting a lord of the rings i'd rather get a lord of the rings reboot not reboot but like remaster Mm -hmm. before we get a reboot of any of it also i don't want a lord of the rings reboot that movie can stand those movies can stand for another 30 years yeah but we don't have a single franchise reboot that is the same story like that nothing this is going Mm -hmm. to be an unprecedented thing because it's a full franchise. It's eight movies yeah. that they're wanting to redo. Yeah. We have reboots of things like True Grit has three versions of the movie. That's the same, Star roughly Wars the same story. Star Wars has four. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, Star exactly. But it's just like, it's one movie. And right. there's like, what, decades between them? Yeah. Like more than 20 the original years. Original was the 30s. Yeah. yeah. Dumb. Super dumb. I don't think that it's like, are people going to, people would. Yeah, that's the thing. This is a guaranteed moneymaker as long as they're decent movies. 
And if they're going into full on business mode, it's a smart play. I hate it. I do not want it. I will not watch it unless somehow it turns out to actually be really good, which I kind of have trouble imagining it would be. There's so many iconic things about like the first series is good. Yeah. Like it's got some highs and lows, but it's really solid throughout. It's all the music like you're no one's going to out John Williams. Yeah. Throw Giacchino at it and see what happens. You're just going to get I feel like they're just going to do what Giacchino did with uh, Doctor Strange, where it's just like he knows what worked with the franchise. So he's just going to John Williams ish it. (laughs) He's going to invert it. (laughs) Like. (sighs) The effects aren't even that bad. No, in the original hold up. Yeah, there's really nothing to improve. Maybe they'll just like, I could see a series mm-hmm. like a really long term series that allows it because I know there's a bunch that are not in the movies. Yeah, like the movies tiny do details. start to deviate fairly heavily at some points, and so um, I could see that. Yeah, just so they can dig more into like the lore that she, like, yeah, the, the her canon lore. Right, but I don't know. Maybe uh, clean out some of the anti-Semitic undertones. That wouldn't hurt. <laughs> Not really under their overtones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe make Hermione black. <laughs> well, that would contradict canon. She says it. It would contradict her own canon. That, that's her. <laughs> so she, yeah, no, she's contradicted herself yep. on that. That's... I don't know. Split the difference. Make Hermione mixed race. Yeah. So that's a that's a whole thing. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, Quantumania. Quantumania. So funny story. Um, we uh, Hannah and I were watching. Uh, um, I don't know. So we were, we were out somewhere, and there was. Uh, oh, we were we were out at a winery, and there was a football game on TV. Um, that we were watching, and a TV spot for Quantumania came up. Um, and Hannah missed like the first part of it and looked up and, um, and then Ant-Man appeared on the screen. She's like, Oh, it's the Ant-Man movie. I thought that was a spy kids sequel. Kind of, kind of did. It's got Yeah. Kind of does look like a uh, spy like, kids. Looks like an expensive spy kids sequel. Yeah. Um, with your, uh, freaking George Lopez TV head. You remember that? You not remember that? Oh my god! And it was like the third one. Okay, I never saw the third. Oh one. wait, no, 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 no. That's uh, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mixing up those movies. Yeah. No, I only, I only ever saw the first two Spy Kids, gotcha. which genuine bona fide classics, right there. Are they really? Yeah. Are they actually like good? They're good. Really? Yeah. Huh. They're they're campy as balls, right. but they're super fun. Okay. I may have to eventually. Nah, I've got too many. Once you got kids. That's, true. that's a that'll be one you can go back to and appreciate again as an adult. Well, stand up in ten years. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, can't be as balls, yeah. but super enjoyable. What do you think is going to happen with Kang and him supposedly <laughs> supposedly being the next Thanos? I don't know. Yeah, because they this is kind of a terrible solution to have him just actually be the villain in this one. Because mm-hmm. the solutions are either Ant Man sort of beats him on his own and he's not that threatening. Or he just wins, and it's a super unsatisfying movie itself. My thoughts exactly. There might be a way to tightrope walk that line, mm-hmm. but I don't. I don't know how they could do it. 
I feel like it's going to be a Pyrrhic victory at the end of it. Okay. It's the only way they can pull that off. Is it like, because, well, I mean, he says it himself. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have to beat you. We just both have to lose. Like, mm-hmm. it could be they kind of dangerously teeter on the edge of a Tony Stark sacrifice at the end where he like. Yeah. You think they'll actually kill him? He's had. It's the third movie and he's been through two Avengers movies. Like. Yeah. He, what What are the extent? What's the extent of his contractual obligations? Uh, I don't. I don't know Mm -hmm. off the top of my head, but I feel like he's getting pretty close to the end of it. Mm -hmm. Like, so like, let's think about the theme of this movie is time, Mm -hmm. like buying back time. Yeah. Which actually very cool thematic concept that makes sense. Character driven. Yep. So um, I am on board for that. There may be a thing where like he's shown a future where he dies and Mm -hmm. several other futures where he doesn't. Mm -hmm. And he tries to, I mean, I'm, uh, kind of think I it's uh, could help that I re- have just read Dune Messiah mm. uh where he's like trying to avoid that future where he dies mm-hmm. but like kind of realizes that by him dying is the only way to at least stay off or like keep Kang delayed mm-hmm. longer like this is it's Kang Kang's going to know all of the timelines and everything and right. so he may be shown some of that like can't maybe mm-hmm. get like a freaking um uh palantir thing where he accidentally <laughs> sees plans yeah okay. or something and his decision by the end of it is to sacrifice himself for both the future of everybody mm-hmm. and also cassie yeah um i could totally see him sacrificing himself because this is his third movie mm-hmm. it's also like seems to be setting up cassie as the next who, what's her character what's her uh does she have a superhero name ant girl ant girl ant woman she, I mean, she may take on the next, the wasp, like if, uh, hope also kicks the bucket. Yep. I could totally see this going where he sacrifices himself. Van dying. Oh man. <laughs> ah. Uh, they're trying, they like, we've got a replacement for Tony. Yeah. With Ironheart. We've got a replacement for Hawkeye with Bishop, Kate yep. Bishop, Kate Bishop. Uh, we've got a replacement for, uh, Black Widow yeah. with Yelena. We've got a replacement for... Why was for... that an Italian accent? Yelena! Because <laughs> I, I wanted it to be. I am speaking an Italian accent now. Um, we've got a replacement for Captain America. Mm-hmm. So, like, we've got a replacement for... We don't have a replacement for Thor. Not really. But he's done, but we have Valkyrie. It's true. I think she would kind of take that place. Yeah. I think this is his end. Mm-hmm. Like original, he's not an OG Avenger, but like he's a he's early around, yeah. Avenger. Uh, I think I think it's I think it's the end of him. I think it's going to set up Cassie as the next young Avenger mm-hmm. for him, and like Cassie's the one who has like glimpsed Kang mm-hmm. and can can kind of help set up the next Avengers team for what's coming. Yeah. Okay. And it may be so. We've got. Uh, What's her name? Not Julia Roberts. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, Julia Roberts. Look, man, I think they're they're one of those pairs in my head that I've learned their names around the same time. It's like Pedro Pascal and uh, Oscar Isaac. Oh, that's actually the same person. That's the same person. <laughs> um, I okay. So th- this is my theory. Because okay. we all know how all of my theories have gone through all time. 100% spot on, absolutely <laughs> A+. Plus. 
I feel like all of my theories are really interesting and not a single one has panned out. Yeah. I think he sacrifices himself and uh, Michelle Fiverr's character is the one that basically sets it where she traps Kang in mm. the quantum zone. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like it it buys it buy. I think this is a buying them time thing. Yeah. And I don't because this is what this is phase five. We've already made it through phase four. And so Apparently. this is phase five and phase six is the one where like the secret wars and everything happened. Mm-hmm. So they don't need a whole lot of time movie wise, like number of movies right. wise to really stay them off. So that's my theory. I think uh, Paul Rudd's dead. I think they're hinting towards it, too. Yeah. And which... I think they're doing that to red herring people into thinking that maybe they kill him, but like they wouldn't. But then they actually do. I don't know. I think it's more likely that they'd hint toward people killing him and then they actually just do the boring thing and kill off michael douglas i think they all die even cassie even cassie everyone dies yeah king just annihilates them all (laughs) it's like a 15 minute movie he just like (laughs) like... cassie does her little thing and they blip into the quantum realm and king is like bye bye suckers are you excited for this movie no okay me either marvel keeps snake biting me yep um i Never did go see Wakanda Forever in theaters, but I am excited to see it when it comes to Disney Plus. Oh, you haven't seen it? No. Oh, yeah, it was good. Yeah, I uh, I'll make a priority of that one when it gets released. I think to me, what I like the most about it is all of the references and honor to Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. That honestly, it may not be that good of a movie. Mm-hmm. It just hit me right in the chest. Okay. the whole time, especially right at the beginning. It's another one of those movies that had me in tears before the Marvel card. Nice. <laughs> I'm just like you did it you did me dirty <laughs> well ryan coogler is an effective filmmaker yeah and he is when's creed 3 happening that's this year yeah it's a uh, summer this year right yeah we already have a trailer for that that's true yeah We'd... speaking of jonathan majors yeah and ryan coogler michael b jordan is also making a uh a rep- reprising his role for a rainbow six movie that i didn't know they had a first one they had a first one yeah that's what i'm saying i saw a headline that was like he's reprising his role for a sequel and i'm like huh <laughs> weird i mean it was probably like when he was early in his career because rainbow six is a uh tom clancy property right um i only really know about it because of the video game right um boy tom clancy has so many video games he's got the division he's got uh mm-hmm. all the ghost recons he's got the um shadow uh, splinter cell mm-hmm. he's got the rainbow six yeah he writes very video gameable type properties yeah did i buy some tom clancy books i think i did hunt no. for red october is great i forgot that. oh because yeah he's that's the his, that's his first book he's uh he's the patriot and what's that guy's name jack ryan jack ryan yeah yeah oh my god yeah he's everywhere yeah he's he's like the stephen king of military espionage kind what did of stuff. he do like what, what what's his, what was his career before writing? uh he was an insurance salesman <laughs> really yeah and then he, he and then he wrote the hunt for red october and it was so accurate that the pentagon pulled him aside and was like how do you know this stuff <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> yeah. wow that's awesome yep i love knowing authors backstories yeah like just you know, like, Lakari was actually in British intelligence, right. so, like, he knows all that stuff. Right. But, like, 
just <laughs> accidentally nailing United States military operations. Yeah, there was there were some things in there that he got right or guessed right or extrapolated right that had not been released. They were literally classified classified. Awesome. It's also just a solid story. All right. I need to. I remember I fell asleep during it mm. when I was eight. Okay. The movie the movie is also quite good. Yeah. Um, but the, the book is better, I think. Okay. Maybe I'll read that as usual. Eventually. After I get through. Yeah. It's a movies. it's a pretty quick read. I mean it's like four hundred pages or something, but okay. it's a you know, military thriller kind of thing. It's wild that I know now what f- four hundred pages actually means yeah. in terms of a book, because I yeah. read books now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to know really well what 22 pages meant, and that's it. Because <laughs> that's the number of pages in a comic issue. Right. Right. Um, that's long enough. All right. Any other last bit with Quantumania? Um, no. Are we going to see it in the theaters? No. Okay. Not unless it gets really good word of mouth. Yeah. How about? I, I think... That's a good metric for us now, just to mm-hmm. wait for word of mouth. Yeah. But also, everyone that I hear from word of mouth, I don't really trust their opinions, because... Uh, how about if the Metacritic score is above 75 after a week after release? All right. That'll do. Shall we? We shall. Thanks, everyone, for listening. You can check us out on Facebook, sort of, uh, Twitter at Just Us Losers Pod, Instagram at Just Us Losers Pod, and TikTok at Just Us Losers Pod. We're actually active on that last one. Um, we do have a Gmail, Just Us Losers Pod at gmail.com, where you can tell us how uh, Quantum Mania is definitely going to be a Stealth Spy Kids sequel, but also crossover with the Bionicle universe, because honestly, Bionic Kings. I'd go see that if it had a 7.5 on Metacritic, if that's what happened. <laughs> um, look forward to next week when are we going to finally talk about Andor? He's he's smirking and I can't tell if if, if it's a affirmative smirk or a negative smirk. Oh, my goodness. OK, he's uh, he's clickbaiting me in real life. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we might talk about Andor next week, maybe. Um Hopefully, because I haven't been up to anything, so this is going to be great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, I think that's everything I'm supposed to have said at this point, so thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.